Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Monday episode. Uh, Sam, big news. I've got mm. an appointment later today. Oh. I've got an appointment at the tip. Oh, you lucky, lucky beggar. Easier uh, than I thought. I think the uh, the initial uh, frenzy has died down. It's fairly easy to get one now. It was a week's notice. I need to display my papers in the windscreen yeah, when I go. Yeah. Um, but there's no limits on what I can take. I'm going to fill the no, car. You're not, you're not taking and... a van. You're not taking a van. You're just taking no, no, well, your, no, no, your no. normal car, so you should be standard, fine. Standard car visit. Standard car yeah. visit, but I'll be filling yeah. the car up with bags and bags of shite that I've accumulated over the last Lovely. three months. Lovely. What sort of uh, stuff? What's the, what's the biggest thing you'll be chucking? There's a lot of stuff. Um, there's a lot of things that, are, that is just sort of like all... It's, it's all bagged up. It's small right. things that are bagged up. There's lots so of stuff. So you haven't like, got any. You haven't got a bulk item. You haven't got a large electrical item. I'm thinking any garden I've got one waste. I've got one or two that, that I could do next time round. I'm going to boot right. my next one later today. Got um, any garden waste? No garden waste. No, I've got a garden no, waste. No bin. furniture. No furniture. No. Good. Uh, not this time, but for the future, yeah. I've got an old chair that's out the back, an old right. dining chair that's just been sitting there for no good reason. That's in the garden. Go soon. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I a garden's keep... not a garden without an old dilapidated dining chair sitting mournfully <laughs> in it. Like, you know, apologetically, yeah. like an old but, cat um, on its last legs. I almost can't remember what's in all the bags now. It's been so long since I bagged them. It's loads of old shit the kids used to have, like old toys and things like that, that mm. don't work anymore. Just They're heading on a just... big, in a big ship over to China to get tipped yeah. into a huge hole. Yeah, exactly. And lo- lovely and buried, where it all, I assume, the toys will dissolve and then provide yeah. nutrients for food to grow, which you will then be sold back manure. to us. So it's very good. That's exactly right. Yeah, mm. they'll grow into new toys. So, uh, yeah, glad I wasted loads of money on them in the first place. So, yeah, that's that's my big news. Off to the well, tip later on. I've got a similar... Obviously, there's something in the air because we're both going through a sort of an out-with-the-old, in-with-the-new phase, because I am clearing out one... You know, I've got several storage units. Well, I've got two. I've got a work work one and a home one, Mm. right? Mm. The work one from my old office, which I think you visited a couple of times, which was quite a large office and had a lot of furniture in it, a lot of the gear has been in there for ages, and I've just had enough, Andy, right? I'm clearing it out, and where, you, where it, are you putting it? It's getting chucked, mate. Let me let me tell you something. I don't know whether this is sort of a life logistics thing, right? 
But in that storage unit, we, we left. Some of it we've used elsewhere. Some of it, some of us have taken home. Um, and <laughs> some of it we actually flogged. My brother flogged a few bits, right? <laughs> and uh, and uh, but now, so we downscaled storage. But it's you know, it's like a few hundred quid a month, right? And it's just been sitting there for two years, right? That's madness. And and it's just madness. So because you keep going, oh, we can't get rid of the chuck the stuff because we might need it. Well, it's been two years and we haven't needed it, and it's only furniture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And second of all, you think. Uh, well, you can't chuck it. You might as well sell it. But no one's got around to selling it, right? So right. the the one the one sticking point was the fact that we had in our old office a gigantic industrial standard Xerox machine, right? <laughs> Word to the wise, everyone: never ever rent a, a Xerox machine from Xerox because. The contract that you get signed up to, it's worse than being in the mafia, right? It's, yeah. It is worse than the mafia's contracts. Once you are in, yeah. you are never out, right? They're like, <laughs> listen, dickhead, you've got that photocopier slash printer now, right? Yeah. And you you are never, ever giving it back to us. You will pay for that forever. Right. And and you are screwed because you've got it, right? So I, So that dictates the size of storage unit I've got. Because it's bloody Talk huge. So I'm paying for the storage, but simultaneously I'm paying a rental for a machine that is gathering dust. They will not let you out of the contract, right? Is there now an end date on the contract? There is, and I've seen when, and I've, I've got a statement and I'm paying it up. I'm not going to tell you how much. It's not an insignificant amount, but it's a manageable amount that the company can yeah. pay. And I, I'm paying it up, right? Because in, a, in the end, it will save me money because by paying up, that machine, they're, and I can tell you this as well, they're not happy that I'm paying it up. They are Fuck extremely em. unhelpful and unfriendly. And I go, once I've paid this up, will you come and collect it? We will wait for 15 days after you've paid up. To, that, that is how long. By the way, on top of paying up, do you know how much they charge you as an early settlement admin fee? Oh, God. I bet it's nasty. £200. Bastards. £200 pounds because I'm, I'm agreeing to pay them everything I owe them. Well, it's a bit of a yeah. pain in the ass that. That's 200 quid you owe us for like settling the bill. Yeah, we will hope we get that money later in the future. Yeah. The fact yeah. you're giving us now, we, that's we want more. That's future money, dickhead. Oh, we've and got so that they make it for our future. <laughs> they're making it we've really difficult. And they will not. They they don't show much inclination to want to come and collect it. I think the thing is they want you stuck with it so they can find an angle to carry on charging you. Yeah, but my attitude is I paid up. As soon as they come and collect it, I tell you what, you want to come round to my storage unit because there is loads of gear in there and I will be like when Chris Evans divorced Billy Piper and he flogged <laughs> all of his possessions at Camden Market. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't know. He went no. mad. He split up with Billy Piper and he just thought, ah, fuck all this. I've had enough. I'm going to draw a line under this chapter in my life. And he got everything. stuff. He get, yeah, he got everything he owned and he just like got hold of a stool at Camden Market. And if you went down there at the weekend, oh, Chris yeah, Evans remember, was yeah. just sat yeah. there with all of his gear and you could go up and buy any of it, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not doing that. I'm going to drag all of the stuff out front, out into the car park of the storage. And any anyone, any mate who wants to come and just take something, they can have it. 
for free. Right. And if not, I've found a clearance company and mm-hmm. they will just... I don't know if they'll give me money. I'm assuming they won't. They'll just come and take all they'll the stuff away. away. It's saving me money. So my attitude is, <clears throat> I don't care. Have it all. I had, I had an old golf trolley that my dad gave me a while ago. And it's like yeah. 30 years old. I might have mentioned it when I was talking about playing For golf For a minute, recently. I thought you meant one of those ones you actually drive around on. No, <laughs> no, What an amazing buggy. present. <laughs> Imagine if buggy. your dad had given you that. <laughs> Son, I want you to have this. It's the I, best thing I've ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bestowing this to you. No, it was just a trolley, a metal a metal golf trolley, but it's, it's shite. And I had it just lying outside the, uh, up the side of the house. And the scrap metal fellas came on mm. Saturday to the house yeah. next door who were donating yeah. a load of bikes. And I was like, oh, it's a it's a message from the gods. It's to John Cosmos. I'm like, yeah. lads, golf trolley along there. You can have that as well. And that was going to go to the tip of the day. I was so happy. No questions asked. Just, they just took it. No, no, of course not. No, they just took yeah, it. But, mate, some people, you say that, right? Some people are like really sniffy and particular about what they take away, even if you're offering it for free. People are like, oh, no, I don't know. And you're like, mate, it's free. Do you want uh, yeah, me to pay you to take it away? Yeah, this is the free cycle culture, isn't it? This is where you try and put things on free, free, free cycle yeah. and people come round and have a look. And they go, nah, I'm not sure. People can just... This this clearance company, they can come along. It's a bloody gold mine. If they've got the wherewithal to flog the gear, right, then mm. they'll make a load of money out of it. But I just don't care anymore. You know when you just want everything settled? You want the weight <laughs> off your shoulders? peace. Yeah. I just want peace, yeah. man. And the yeah. Xerox machine... Paid, gone, right? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they'll come and get it and not stitch me. I've got this terrible vision of me having to live with. I mean, this Xerox machine—it's the top of the range one, mate. Right? Mm. It's bloody massive. It's like—have we talked about Bertha before? That nineteen eighties kids show about a machine that could do everything. Uh, I don't think so. Bertha, it's like that, is it? Lovely Bertha. Sometimes I think you're a dream. Do you remember it? Vaguely. Yeah. I might well, be slightly bit- older than you. Well, it was, a big, was. It, it was a big, massive, absolute massive machine, mm. right? And it was they all worked in this factory. There was I remember there was Panjit, the forklift truck guy, and yeah. there was the the geezer who was in charge. Was he told like was that? Was he related but, to Panjit, peaceful guy? Panjit yeah, I think forklift so. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Bertha. How are you this morning? But Bertha had a face and a personality, so it was a bit like Herbie goes bananas. In as much yeah. as it was a machine that had, mm. had come along, but this had facial features, and you could check, yeah. it was a bit like Amazon. And, and in a way, it was prophetic of the future because now it's like having a, a, an Amazon Alexa, you know, because you just go right, right yeah. Bertha, produce me, I don't know, a load of a, a million golf balls, and it'd just do it right. Anyway, yeah. that's what my Xerox machine is like. And if Xerox, even though they've now got their precious money, do not come to collect it right, then I'm going to be in a situation where I have a massive Xerox machine in my family home. We're going to have to stick it where the dining table yeah. was, mate. <clears throat> you know that they're going to take it away, but they'll also bring a brand new one, updated, and they'll point to something in the contract that you signed, yeah. a small print, and you, you'll be, yeah. you'll be tied in for That's another 10 years. Let, let me tell you, how old are you, yeah. mate? And I'll go, 45. And they go, right. Are you a smoker? No, I'm not a smoker. Do you drink? No, I don't drink. Okay, well, all right. We've done some calculations based on your body mass index, which we've assessed visually. And, um, um, mate, is there a history of cancer or any other critical illnesses like that? In the van? No, what? 
Well, we're just trying to say, we reckon your life, but we reckon you've got a good chance of making it into your 90s, mate. And let me tell you something now. You are never, ever going to be without a Xerox machine. <laughs> Till the day you die. On your deathbed, there will be a representative of Xerox there, right? Getting you to cough up the last monthly rental, right? And even when you're dead, your estate will be sued by Xerox. In perpetuity, forever. That's it. That's what I'm saying. It's the mafia. Yeah. Once they've got, then? once you're in, you cannot get out, right? And I'm going to be eat. Me and my family are going to be sat around a bloody Xerox machine eating our dinner when it's bolo chips night on Thursday. That bolo chips mm. will be served on top of a Xerox machine. On top of the Xerox. <laughs> Accidentally leaning on the button while you're serving your chips up. Yeah. Suddenly, fifty Chaos. photo A4 photocopies. Of, of what? Chips. chips. Yeah. Sounds quite nice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you can't even smash it up because it doesn't belong to you. You can't smash it up because if you do oh, smash it love, up, they'll find what? out. Yeah, they'd love it. And they'll, and they'll demand no, your hand it back. I'll tell you what I'm braced for, right? So when I rented it, it was at an old office. Now it's been in storage. I know what their next trick's going to be. They're going to go, yeah, all right, we'll collect it. And then they'll turn up at the old office. Okay, it's not there. It's at it's this this storage unit. Oh, yeah. you're in breach of contract, mate. You're not yeah, insured to be you've there. You've moved it. You've relocated it. You've got to pay oh, a relocation no, penalty. No, no, no. This is bad. Quid. This is bad. That's 500 quid for starters. <laughs> it also means you forfeit your right to cancel the contract. So we keep the money, but we've we've automatically <laughs> renewed your contract. Fucking Xerox. It feels so old-fashioned anyway. In the, it, we've all got computers and printers. Who needs a phone? Why did I have... Andy, why? Who made the decision? I must have signed the this, paperwork. This was the question. Yeah, who was, on, who was in dickhead, charge of this? Some dickhead in my office, right, has gone, I'm going to get a top-of-the-range best Xerox you can get. And mm. I am rushing through, working, 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 smashing, talking, all the things that I need to do in my working mm. day. And some tit has gone, sign this, dickhead. And I've gone, side, side, side. Of course. <laughs> Years later, of course I will sign it. I've said the lady. You probably want my autograph. No, I don't. I want you to sign yourself into this insane contract with a copier company. Yes, of course, of course. Here you go. There is my signature. And, and now I shall seal it with my wax family seal. Bang, bang. <laughs> seal, seal, seal. <laughs> Two years later... I'm stuck oh, here. I've paid. I've paid Xerox. I haven't photocopied a single thing in two years. Right? Yeah. I have paid Xerox. No exaggeration. Thousands of pounds. <laughs> this is probably what's propping up the UK economy. It, media I tell startups you, it bloody is. And uh, yeah. media startups taking out leases, long leases on Xerox machines. Overstretched, overstretched startups. <laughs> God, that's, gonna, that's what's going to trigger the recession we're about to tumble into. Jesus Christ. Oh, the Xerox bubble is about to burst, right? Yeah. And be knock on all those bounce back loans that the government dished out, I'll tell you where they're all going, straight into Xerox's Xerox. pocket. <laughs> and if you ring Xerox up, right, for a big company, it's a global brand, right? Well, yeah. You ring them up, this is what happens. The phone rings about a thousand times. You forget yeah. it's even ringing. You've got it on hand three. Then after ages, right, you think it's going to be someone in a call centre, somewhere in a major city, perhaps in Asia, wearing a headset, and you'll hear all the other... And it'll be like when you see the CIA 
in films when mm. they're in huge cool uh, bunkers listening in on mm. people's calls. You think it's going to be that? It's not. It sounds like bloody what's his name from People Just Do Nothing, right? It's like <laughs> it's like a shed. It's like a shed, right? And it goes. Hello, hello. Is that Xerox? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Xerox. Yeah. Can I cancel my contract? What? Can I cancel my contract? Oh, no. Have you sent a letter? Because <laughs> it's all that shit as well. You have to, like, yeah, send yeah. letters, and they and then they'll, like, a month later, they'll go, no, that letter didn't have the correct information in the top left-hand corner. Sorry, mate. You've got to send another one. You've got to send another one. And in the meantime, chuck us, another fi- chuck us another 500 quid, dickhead. So anyway, but Never there mind. will be an insane free-for-all down at my storage unit. I might mm. even advertise it to IFS only, right? Yeah, of course. IFS, IFS will be Platinum. welcome. If they can make their way to the storage unit in southwest London, if you're IFS Platinum, you may get a chance to come down and take some of my old office furniture away, right? <laughs> I might come down with a van. See what it's worth got. it, mate. Some of the stuff is amazing. I'll post some pictures as well. Some really good stuff up for grabs. I'm so, yeah. This football podcast has, has, has come full circle and is now being used as a, a a method of you just getting rid of your old shit. It's Off like Noel Edmund's swap shop. Kind of. I mean, you said it's good quality, but, you know. Wait till we'll you see, see it, mate. Yeah. So you're going to like right. it. Should we have a look at the, the football results and predictions for yeah. the weekend? Have you been watching much of the Premier League? I've watched kind of all of it, and I've got to say it's um, been dog shit. I watched Villa Sheffield United. I thought that was the rubbish. Yeah, I watched, watched the West Ham match. Obviously, I watched the West Ham match. That was also rubbish. <laughs> and I watched the start of City Arsenal. Um, thought it was rubbish. Stopped watching. Then all the goals happened. Other than that, nah. I mean, I saw two games and I just thought, yeah, football, massively yeah. overrated sport. Yeah. Uh, you had me convinced a couple of weeks ago that football could continue long-term, indefinitely, without fans. Mm. I've done a complete 180 on that now. I think it's the, the most stupidest thing you've ever said. Well, because bloody hell, that's saying Sorry, something. sorry, but there you no, go. I, I'm just shooting quite from the It's quite an award to win the stupidest thing that Sam's ever said. <laughs> The, the I, by the way, just this, a side note, I haven't even outlined to you my latest COVID-19 theories yet, so it's a case of hold be, my beer. But we'll anyway, carry on. Shortly. Jalapeño. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. The idea that football could carry on without fans in the stadium is the most nonsensical thing I can imagine. I don't think it should. I think they will try to make it happen. I don't think they will at all because fans won't bother watching it. We've been watching it the last few days because of the novelty, yeah. We realised, it's like the Emperor's New Clothes, we've realised the Emperor is naked and we're we're all disgusted by it and we're all going to wander off and do something else. It's just been so fucking bad. Well, I think that what you're effectively watching at the moment is the equivalent of pre-season friendlies. I don't know if you've attended many pre-season friendlies over the years. I did used to a lot when I was younger, just out of sheer desperation mm. for football. That was before we had all these channels where you can actually watch old football all year long. You'd literally seen uh, no football over the summer. So yeah. me and my mate would like drive out to watch West Ham play bloody Wickham Wanderers or something. And it would mm. be so poor played at a terrible pace no one really playing with any passion or will to win obviously the crowds were tiny so it was a similar atmosphere you could hear the players shouting and stuff like that it was awful and that's the sort of state physically that they're in at the moment and mentally it's pre-season friendly stuff well mentally I don't know if they're going to get that sharpness back because it's like playing in a it's like playing in a Kevin Keegan morgue I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't know. But it, it's, well, it's football been might just end, mate. Football might just end. Maybe it should. Maybe it should. I mean, I've been watching The Last Dance and I quite like basketball now. We'll get into it's, that instead. We'll do predictions on that. Yeah. I mean, basketball is like brilliant because it's like this. Goal, goal, goal. I mean, they don't call it goals. Yeah, yeah. I think they call it super scores or something like yeah. that, right? Score points. Yeah. yeah. But... They do score point, score point, score point, score point, right? And mm. every single time a team gets the ball, they score. Yeah, they no one ever. The other, and they just go yeah. up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. <clears throat> and in the end, the score's like a hundred and one, a hundred. And really, it's just <laughs> whoever's. It's, a, it's effectively it's like pass the parcel, right? Because <laughs> it's like whoever's holding the ball when the buzzer goes is the winner. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that appeals to me because there's never any boring bits. Score point, yeah. Score point, score point, score point, score point. I've started watching the last dance. It's really good. I've only got one episode in, but uh, I used to be really into basketball in the eighties because you know the best team in the country was fucking Sunderland. Boston Celtics. Oh, Sunderland. Really? In the British League, yeah. Been Channel Four. Home of basketball. Yeah. And then the club got sold to Sir John Hall and Newcastle, and it got moved. Oh, I remember you telling me that is disgusting. That is the and most the despicable thing I've ever heard in British sport. Now. I think they might be called the Newcastle fucking Eagles or bastards. something. But they're, Newca- they're now the I top. think they're called the Newcastle Bastards, aren't they? I think they are. That they're now the top British team. basketball team. Are they? And basically, their DNA is in Sunderland. That is the most disgusting sporting scandal I've ever heard. And the fact that it is not widely known is testament to the fact that Sir John Hall was very much the Rupert Murdoch of his day. Yeah. 
It's worse than um, Wimbledon going to Milton Keynes. It's worse yeah. than that. Or what about when QPR tried to buy Brentford and mm. turn it into a super yeah. West London club? That's why Brentford really hate QPR. Oh, that's another game I watched. I watched Fulham-Brentford, which is the West London El Clasico. Um, yeah. And that's obviously that very good? much... where I can see Craven Cottage from my house practically. Uh, but I support Brentford. And that was a pretty good game. And Brentford won. So that was quite exciting. Yeah. That was the best game I saw, actually. Even in terms of the quality, both teams had very good players. Well, you know, we've said before, championship better than the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah, But really that Sunderland good. basketball, getting back to that Sunderland basketball team of the early 80s, do you know what they were called? It was the, in, the, in the the era of sponsored team names. We were Sunderland sun-blessed. We were sponsored by the Sliced Bread Company. Oh, mate, that is and so we glamorous. we were the best. We were the yeah. best. We won the Lovely, playoffs at Wembley. Big white sliced. Yeah. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Best sort of bread. So yeah, it all went to Newcastle, and then. Um, well, that's disgusting. Well, it is. Anyway, let's look at the fucking Premier League predictions mm. that we did, and we'll do some more because there's matches all through this week. Yeah. Uh, we got over the weekend, or whatever it was <laughs> last week or so. I got three points. Yeah. You got one point, mm. and results spot got one point. So it was a pretty uh, shitty. Uh, line up. What are the league standings? I've forgotten after all this time. The league standings. I'm just double checking. You only got one point. Yeah, you did. Uh, it now stands. I'm on 126. You're mm. on 118. Result mm. spot is on 101. You're so, on eight points. But there's so many games coming thick and fast. Anything could happen. So many games coming up. I've got the uh, the random fixture generating blob. Has picked out some oh, yeah. matches for us to predict for this week. And here we go. Liverpool versus. It's nice Crystal for him Palace to get started again, isn't it? The blob. Must yeah, have been it was a bit rusty. List there was some grinding, some grinding noises coming from inside the cage when I got to do this. During lockdown, have you been nice have you been feeding it, or did you just leave it? It's self feeding. It? It's self feeding. Do you have I, to I keep spray, it moist? I spray ah. some water on it twice a week. Right, but you Instead don't have one to go and buy things. You don't have to go and buy mice to feed it from the pet no, shop. No, no, no. It's self. It's self feeding. Right. It's it self ingests, um, but I spray water on it to keep it moist. Yeah, um, if it dries I don't have to out, give it a water you're bottle, screwed. Like, like a hamster's water bottle or anything like that. I just spray it with a bit of water. Uh, it says Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. And that might that uh, might not even be a match. I don't know. That's just what it's generated. So we'll just predict yeah, it anyway. Uh, well, if you've kept it moist, hopefully its faculties are still. In order, so it's hopefully the yeah. same actually legitimate fixtures. I'll say so. Liverpool two, Palace one. Liverpool two, Palace one. I will say Liverpool two, Palace nil. Mm. Results, but of course, I don't know what 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 happens to keep results, but going. Again, is it just self-generating? Results bot sends its, um, sends its predictions actually, in, doesn't it? It's quite sad, but results bot actually contracted COVID nineteen. Quite early on, yeah. Uh, don't know how, but I think it had been visiting. You know, like now his divorce has gone through. Yeah. He's been getting a lot of sex workers, right? And and they metal, didn't metal sex workers, robot yeah. sex workers. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't use human ones because he's a bit racist <laughs> about humans. Yeah. And uh, but he 
it, the robots are worse to catch it off because the virus can survive on mm. metal surfaces for longer than it does for on longer. flesh. Yeah, of course. Riskier, isn't and it? Yeah. he could not stop that between that and the iron yeah. filings because he was so cut up about the divorce. And it was like, mate, you've got to stay isolated. That means no one knocking <clears> around <throat> to sell you your iron filings. None of these sex mm. workers who were seeing 100 different robots a day. But yeah. there was no talking to him. So he got covid he was on a ventilator for a while, but now he's he says he's fine again. I will pay you an extra fifteen pounds if you will piss sparks onto me. <laughs> and the the horrible thing is, is that the way the economy went, there were a lot of people who were ripe for being exploited. Yeah, a lot of desperation out there, isn't there? There is, yeah. And he mm. really cashed in on it. It wasn't wasn't pleasant. I wonder if you could breed him with the Xerox machine. Is that feasible, do you think? I'd love him You'd to get take Xerox machine. Get Xerox machine off of my hands. Marry them off. <laughs> my sister got married yesterday, but she was in New That's York, nice. so no one could go. I just got a picture. Did you do it on Zoom or anything like that? She's no, she's got, got a picture this morning just of her yeah. and her husband. It just said, we're married now. Deal with it. <laughs> on the group chat, people were like wishing her congratulations, and I sent a gif of you know right. the girl Gremlin in Gremlins Two, the one that has the mm. lipstick on, right? Sexy Gremlin, yeah. Sexy Gremlin. I sent a picture, a gif of that because that sexy Gremlin <laughs> oh. at one point is wearing a wedding veil, right? So it looks yeah. like she's getting married, and I wrote, "I'm glad you found someone who can see past your." physical appearance right <laughs> nice. and and appreciates your the, the beauty of your soul yeah well that went to the group chat and there hasn't been another contribution to it since it was like everyone <laughs> just fell <laughs> fell silent and were disgusted by it sam's just killed the mood but, so no one else but, you know else. that's the sort of thing you say to your little sister isn't it yeah, well, maybe not Not when she's just got married, though. On her wedding Surely. day. <laughs> Perhaps they've just all gone en masse and set up a new group chat without you. I, I often think they would, but to be honest, if they had done that, I couldn't blame them. I couldn't have any complaints. <laughs> it, would be compl- it. it would be completely understandable. If anything, I'd see it as a victory. Ah. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, Man City, Sam, I'll go first on this one. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be... Oh, fucking hell. 1-1. One, one. Chelsea, Man City, 1-0. Yeah. Oh, I think City will win this. 1-0. One mm-hmm. nil. A 1-0 away win for City. 1-0 away win. Uh, Leicester versus Brighton. Leicester versus Brighton. Mm, I hope that I am right when I predict that this will be 2-0 to Leicester. 2-0 to Leicester City. Uh, I'm going to go for 1-0 to Leicester. I'm mm. erring towards low-scoring games after what I've seen the last few days. Yeah. Uh, a couple more. Manchester United versus Sheffield United. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I think... I know I just said low-scoring games, but I think 3-0 to Manchester United. I think Sheffield United season's gone to shit. Really? Back. Yeah. Well, have any, I mean, how many lost, games... Lost, oh... Yeah, they, 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 drew, they drew with Villa and they, they got beat 3 0 at Newcastle. I love yeah, their 10 men. True, isn't it? But wheels are Okay, off. they're decent. No, I'm going to say 2 1 United. 2 1 United. All right. And then 
even though they're both United. Yeah, but they? United, you mean United, Manchester United, United, Man United, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm really feeling Finally, warm you... towards Man United at the moment because of Marcus Rashford's intervention in politics. Everyone is, uh, isn't they? Yeah. People used to uh, hate United so much, but now that they're not good anymore, people quite like them. They're like a national they're quite institution. Benign. People don't really have an opinion either way. And yeah, Rashford's they're a benign kind of club. The positives a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got that Bruno Fernandes lad. He looks really good. Yeah. Also, um, uh, yeah. when you're watching, just keep an eye on it, when you're watching The Last Dance, it will slowly become apparent to you that Michael Jordan, and this becomes more and more apparent as you watch each episode, right. Michael yeah. Jordan is basically the perfect combination of the two heroes of this podcast, Roy Keane and Kevin Keegan. That's what his personality <laughs> type is. Because he's got the sort nice. of energy, he's got the energy and enthusiasm and charisma of Keegan. But he has got yeah. this insane will to win where he is damning of everyone around him unless they are doing, devoting their entire life to winning. Yeah. And he yeah. is like a nightmare. He's basically a nightmare to play with. But that's what makes yeah. such a winner. But he's very, there are huge elements of Roy Keane to him. But he's just Roy Keane with slightly more charm. There's lots of listeners asking us to comment on Keane's appearance the other night. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't really know what we could add what, to it because exactly. it was just how can all we there. embellish that? <laughs> it's can't. like when people say things to us, like do a deep dive into airplane, and you're like, yeah. but why? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it is what it's it is. Airplane. It's a really funny film, which is airplane. What are we supposed to say? That we've not spotted anything in there that other people wouldn't spot, and it's like Roy Keane's now gone. He went beyond our parody, really, didn't he? So. Yeah. There's not nothing we could add to what he does. There's nothing. There's nothing. It was just. It was peak keen. It was beautiful yeah. to watch. Uh, Newcastle versus Aston Villa is the last one. Um, <laughs> I think this is going to be one-one. Uh, I'm going to say two-one Newcastle. Two-one to Newcastle. Okay, fair enough. That's the predictions. Locked in. <laughs> Did you see you had a theory about COVID that you wanted to share just before we go? Oh, well, COVID, it's obvious. I mean, it's obvious, don't, is it? All don't right. worry. Don't worry. There's a vaccine and a cure out there, but it is only available currently to your Bezos, right? Your Gates. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right? Yeah. Your Zuckerbergs. Okay. Yeah. Your Sir John Tesla, that bloke, right? Yeah. Um. Trump. Trump, you know him as well. Sanders, Colonel Sanders, and the Sanders estate. Ronald All, McDonald, Hamburglar, yeah, the most power. Your capes of this world, right? <laughs> you don't worry, right? Jeff Capes Tony, will Tony be held, Tiger. Up, held up in his bloody compound, right? The laughing man. and laughing and laughing his head off. Jeff Capes injecting <laughs> himself with vaccine every day, right? It doesn't even On need the, a- on the phone to that Icelandic bloke who he used to like compete with every year, take like trolling him, going, "All right, mate, still on lockdown because you're worried, you're shit scared of the virus." Not me, mm. mate. Old Capesy boys got hold of the exclusive VIP package delivered to the home of uh, to my compound, and GFCHQ. it's uh, I get I get weekly dosage of both the vaccine and the bloody cure, right? Keep he probably it gets up. it in the them them um them yogurt drinks you can get in the little pots. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, the little like shots the, the, every morning. The, the he takes the it. Take the cholesterol away. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Now, the the elite, some of whom I've named, some of but not all of whom I've named the global mm. elite, right? The Illuminati types, they've got it now, right? There's not enough to go around the world, so they've secured it. They will right. wait, right, until they have culled enough of society to bring down their tax obligations, right? Right. Until they start releasing it. There's a balance. At the moment, they feel there's too many people for their tax dollars to support, right? Whether that's elderly, vulnerable, whatever, right? So they think, well, if we cull the population, a bit like in Avengers Endgame or whatever, right? If we cull the population by 30% globally, then we're obviously going to pay less tax, especially if all those people are the elderly and vulnerable, the people who absorb most of the public money. Mm. Once they're they're gone, we can't let it keep going on because we still need consumers out there to buy our stuff. So Capes is thinking, who's going to buy tickets to see me at the county fair, right, if everyone's dead, apart from old Capes? Strongman Uh, exhibition. But, uh, yeah, if, if I'm doing a, a strongman veterans show, yeah. right, at Scarborough County yeah. Fair, am I going to shift tickets, for a significant <laughs> number of tickets for that, if everyone apart from Jeff Bezos, me, and Tony the Tiger is dead? So <laughs> they, will, they will wait until the perfect moment when they think, right, the vulnerable have gone, our tax bill's down, release the, release the cure... And the vaccine to everyone to keep the consumers alive. And then right. if they feel that over time the population goes up again and there is a more and people start to age and they become more needy, then they will release a new virus. Right. And okay. so and so it will go on, and that's how they've decided to manage mankind here on in. Who's there? Bezos well, and I've, I've told you. And yeah, the, the Illuminati, yeah. Right, and the Mitchell and Mark. Some call them the Illuminati. Some call them the Dark Knights of the Soil, right? Some, some call them the Ohio Owl Men, right? Who calls them the Dark Knights of the Soil? Don't know, don't know, just made that up. But, well, you know, they go by a lot of different names. But mm. these are the people that govern, the, the shadowy hands that govern our yeah. lives. Right. The evil okay. Geppettos, if you will. They've yeah. got it. Don't well, worry about that. Of course they've got it, mate. Of course they've got it. They're not going to give it to people like us till they're good and ready. Okay. Well, this has been the episode where Sam has gone full David Icke, I think. <laughs> um, we'll be back with more later in the week. So that pans also, out. the moon landings oh, were also, faked. No. Really? What? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I knew this day would come. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. TTF and Dickens. God bless. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.